not the savory, I'm not the sweet Hello, hungry people, and welcome to Snack Situation. This is the hottest podcast in all of podcasting, and we are your hosts. My name is Chris Sims. With me, as always, is Matt Wilson. We eat snacks and put them on a list of snacks. Sometimes they're new novelty foods and beverages. Sometimes they're classic novelty foods and beverages. Sometimes it's just what we feel like eating. Today, it's one of those second things. Yes, and I have a proposal for perhaps other classics, but we'll have to wait for that because the main thing we're talking about on the show is a classic that is also served cold. Revenge. No. <laughs> yes, the, the that ancient Klingon proverb. <laughs> this is uh, the Shamrock Shake from McDonald's, which if I had been smarter, I would have looked up some history for. I know it's been it, around for a long time. It's been around for a long time, and it's kind of the, like, I think it predates the McRib as, like, the seasonal, not-there-all-the-time McDonald's special thing, right? It, it has been around since 1970. That's so long. That is. That's, this is older than us. 53 years old, which is ancient for a fast food menu item. Yes. Um, but yes, you're right. You're right, Chris. This is the seasonal thing that people, that, that, that I think has probably been around the longest uh, from McDonald's. Certainly more than the McRib. Yeah. And... I always wanted it because I, re- I remember, like, you know, hearing people talk about the Shamrock Shake. You know, it's a th- like it's a thing people talk about. And then I discovered that it was mint, and I that was so crushing for me. Uh huh. Because what I wanted it to be was just like green vanilla, you well- know. I wanted it to be vanilla that also tasted a little green. This will be of interest to you then, Chris. The shake has changed flavors over the years. Okay. When it was first introduced in 1970 in Chicago, the Chicago market was where it was first introduced. It was initially lemon-lime flavored. Interesting. With lemon-lime sherbet and vanilla syrup. That sounds good, actually. Yeah. Sounds great. In 1973, it became a green-colored vanilla shake. Which is not special, but is what I would want. Yes. And then, at some indeterminate time after that, it became minty. It's been minty as far back as I can remember. Did you say minty again? Minty. Very sexy. I'm going to be real with you, Chris. This is my first ever Shamrock Shake. This is my first ever Shamrock Shake. Because I, I've never wanted it. We, we are known mintators. We are mintators. We're mintators. I've said many times on the show, when we've talked about Thin Mints, when we've talked about other minty foods, that... 
I, I, I don't like mint things because I just think it tastes like toothpaste. Yeah. It's cold spicy. Mm-hmm. And we like hot spicy. Yeah. If toothpaste wasn't mint flavored, if it wasn't all mint flavored, I would think of it differently. I don't hate mint. I don't dislike mint. I'll, I'll pop an Altoid every now and then. But it is, it's the toothpaste flavor. Yeah. I, I don't mind a York peppermint patty. But I have really bad memories of going to the dentist and getting those fluoride treatments. Mm-hmm. And they were mint flavored, and it kind of ruined mint for me forever. I also don't understand why the Shamrock Shake is mint. Because what about that says Ireland? Says Yeah, that's the thing. It doesn't, like, mint, mint is green, but so is every plant. Right. You know? Like, plants tend to be green. I'm trying to think of what could be an Irish flavor that a shamrock shake could be. I always thought it was like, here's why I, here's why I always thought, like, Vanilla, right? I always thought it was like Irish cream. It could be like, well, McDonald's probably doesn't want to do like a Bailey's flavored milkshake. Probably not. But that would be good. That would be good as hell. That would be good. Here's, here's what's wild about the, the Shamrock Shake that I found out. You can get this thing at breakfast time. Mm. I got mine at 10 a.m. <laughs> I got mine with lunch. I I went through the driveway and bought lunch. I just ate it. What'd you get? And, What'd you get? I mean, I got my typical order. McDouble. McDouble. Uh, <laughs> with with an order of fries and a large Coke. Yeah. yeah. Um, if that was if if you know, like they have the, the Cardi B meal, that would be the Matt Wilson meal. The Cardi B uh, Cardi B and offset. That's yeah. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I, I, my, if you got the Matt Wilson meal, it would be a McDouble with fries and a large coat. They should have a War Rocket Ajax meal. Yeah. I mean, fucking come on. Hit us up, McDonald's. Not a sponsor, but could be. Not a sponsor, but could be. And we know you got money. I think I will be posting this episode on St. Patrick's Day. So this is our St. Patrick's Day celebration episode of Snack Situation. We're trying a classic. Top of the morning. These things are melting. So let's try them, Chris. Let's let's take a sip of Shamrock Shake. I'm going to take a little bit of this whipped cream on top. Undiluted. All right, here we go. Here's to you. That's about as toothpaste as it gets, isn't it? It is. The thing is, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's good. It's vanilla mint, which are two flavors that do go together. I like vanilla mint more than I like chocolate mint. So Marlene, when I got home with the Shamrock Shake, Marlene was like, why don't they make a chocolate one? So it would be chocolate and mint, two things that go great together. And I was like, you should work in marketing for McDonald's. Do you want to hear my genius marketing idea I had today? Hit me. Uh, they make a The Purge, and you, you're watching the trailer, 
and uh, and the perjurers are trying to like break into this this mansion, and it's just the most horrific violence. Like a guy gets his skull melted with a blowtorch, or like nails driven into his feet, or whatever. And then uh, at the at the end of the trailer, it pans up, and you see that it's a grown up Macaulay Culkin as a grown up Kevin McAllister, and he says, "Keep the change, you filthy animal." And then it's Home Alone Seven and The Purge Six. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. I know, to, right? But okay, it has to be set at Christmas. So we have to make it so that the purge happens during Christmas. Well, the purge happens in March. I know, but for this movie, <laughs> it has to happen during Christmas. It's like they were they were going to rob his mansion. There's only one problem. He's home alone. That's good. I like that, that idea. Good idea. That is the only Home Alone sequel after he got lost in New York, that makes any sense. I will say this about the Shamrock Shake, Chris. It gets better the more you have of it. Like, the mint doesn't hit quite so hard. And you Uh get more of the vanilla the more you drink. But, so, like, it's fine. It's just not for me. It's not the flavor I want. Yeah, it's, it's, that first hit is real toothpastey. Yeah, they. I mean, like they made a vanilla shake and then like put some green stuff in it that was mint flavored and like stirred it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's kind of it. That's, That's kind of where they were at with it. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's, it's fine. fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's not bad. I'm gonna finish this thing. Marlene's gonna have the rest of mine, but it's perfectly fine. I'm glad there's some vanilla flavor in it, so it's not just mint. Uh-huh. That would definitely be too much. Yes. Um, but that, yes. I, I was talking to somebody the other day about vanilla and how much I fucking love vanilla, and I know mm-hmm. that you're on the, you, you and I, this is how we live. We live that vanilla lifestyle. Anytime someone around me uses vanilla as a synonym for bland, I have to stop myself. I write those people off immediately. <laughs> if you like, cause like, Oh, you just can't appreciate shit. You just can't appreciate the, like that dude from bare naked ladies is a fucking freak, but he was right. It is the finest of the flavors. That line of that song is accurate and good. That line of the song is accurate. The, the rest line of, of the song, song where he's like, I'm going to fuck sailor moon. I'm going to fuck sailor moon. She's a like, teenager, like, man. Fourteen, maybe, maybe, maybe don't put that into the song. You know? Yeah, yeah. Maybe, like, like if that's a feeling you have, maybe don't put it in the song. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> but vanilla is the finest of the flavors, and it's like vanilla like makes everything else better. True is the thing. Like it's not just good on its own; it enhances virtually any other sweet flavor. It's the base for virtually every ice cream with stuff in it. Yeah. Please continue. I mean, that's it. That's all I got. Yeah. It's a good. It's this is not bad. I have had worse milkshakes. I've I've had certainly I've had worse milkshakes. Uh, What's the worst milkshake you've ever had? 
Woof. Woof. I mean, you like just like a really bad fakey chocolate milkshake. Yeah, McDonald's chocolate milkshake. I mean, no disrespect to Marlene. McDonald's chocolate milkshake is not good. No, because it's not. I think, um, like one of those, like pre-made. It's like those pre-made gas station milkshakes. Uh-huh. Those are those are the worst ones. Um, I think. Yeah, generally, I, and I have like, not had those. Bad chocolate is really bad. So please it, don't make us have to have gas station milkshakes. <laughs> I, I won't do that. Uh, okay, so we've tried the shamrock shake, Chris. McDonald's, you know I'll say this: I'll say this. McDonald's uh, chocolate shake, trash, garbage. Throw it, throw it away. It's not good. McDonald's vanilla milkshakes, excellent, good. good. Yeah, enhance any meal. That's the thing. Bad chocolate is really bad, right? Like when you have something that's chocolate and it doesn't taste good, you really notice it. Good chocolate is great. Bad chocolate is really bad. Vanilla almost can't be bad. Yeah. Agreed. Hmm. 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 How green is your shamrock shake, by the way? How green is thy shake? Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of like, it's kind of like old school mental hospital green. Yeah, mine is a very pale green. I think some it's of the very pale. I think some of the whipped cream got mixed in there. But I mean, my, mine definitely has like a gradient as well with like the white whipped cream at the top, and then yeah. it's greener down at the bottom. But it's definitely, yeah. it's like, it's like one flew over the cuckoo's nest green. Yeah, I'm looking at the picture of the Shamrock Shake on Wikipedia. It's way greener than mine. Um, so we've done Shamrock Shake. We tried Shamrock Shake. Chris, uh-huh. I'm going to suggest something unexpected and perhaps unprecedented. Okay. But I, okay. I just had both of these things. They are not on the list, and I think they deserve to be. I also paid for my whole McDonald's meal with the company card, so this helps me justify that. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> forgot my company card at home. So th- that will have to work out later. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to put the McDouble and the fries on there? Not the McDouble. But put the fries on there. McDonald's fries and McDonald's Coke. Ooh, okay. Because I did get a Coke. I did not get fries. I have had McDonald's fries, though. Yes, yes. Here's... What I will here's what I will tell you, McDonald's Coke is fucking top five. Easy, it's the Easy. best Coke. It's the best Coke. Do you remember the article where the guy was like, "I've never had a Coca Cola before"? No, where he was like, this guy was like in his mid or late twenties or thirties, and he was just like, "Yeah, I've never had a Coke." So, I. You know, I I, I want to figure out how I should have a Coke because I'm an adult and I've never had it. And it's this thing. And people were telling him, like, oh, you got to get, like, a Mexican Coke in the glass bottle. And he was like, well, I don't know if, if like, I want the best experience. And I was like, motherfucker, go to McDonald's. Get a Coke. It's the most Coke. 
that is that is consumed and it's the it's it's the best like I, but then he would have had the best Coke. Like people yeah, were saying, but he also have the most typical Coca Cola. I think the most typical Coca Cola is in a twelve ounce can. See, like, that I is, don't. That's baseline Coca Cola. I mean, yeah, it is baseline Coca Cola. But I feel like going by volume, McDonald's got to be. McDonald's got to be up there for for amount, right? Yeah. Like, okay, let me do a little mini Coca-Cola ranking right here and now. Uh, 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 an MCCR. An MCCR. A My Credence Clearwater Romance. I see a bad moon rising. I see a moon. It's not okay. <laughs> <laughs> Middle of the road, dead center Coca-Cola is... A 12-ounce aluminum can. Okay. Right below that is 20-ounce bottle. 20-ounce plastic bottle. Below that is 2-liter bottle. Uh Uh-huh. Above can is glass bottle. Uh Uh-huh. Mexican Coke. And above that, for me, is McDonald's Coke. Yeah, hard to agree on all that. I think equal to canned Coke is Fountain Coke anywhere else. I would, I, I will always take a Fountain Coke over a bottled or can. Always. Fair. Fair. It's fresh. I like a fountain drink more than I like a non-fountain drink in every situation. That applies to me for certain sodas, but not all. Like, coming from a fountain, to me, does not make Sundrop any better. Here's here's the thing. The only soda that it doesn't apply to for me, root beer. Mm, mm. Root beer, fountain at the bottom, then, then, well, can at the bottom. Can at the bottom, then, well, some canned root beer is good. (laughs) So fountain at the bottom, then can. I mean, okay, at the bottom, Barks, the one with bite. That goes at the fucking bottom. The only root beer with with caffeine. I just got it. It's Barks, the one with bite. Yeah. But Barks is worse than other root beers. They shouldn't have. And it's the one with bite because it's the only root beer that has caffeine. So so bottom of the list, barks in a can. Fountain above that, then other canned root beer, then bottled root beer, then a, bi- a big gap, then bottled root beer, then draft root beer. Mm. Root beer on tap, baby. So different from fountain. Different from fountain? No, because it's it's because because it's draft. Right. There is a key difference. I think every other fountain Coke, with the exception of Waffle House Coke, because you can get a Waffle House Cherry Coke with the cherry flavoring that they have at Waffle House, which is the best thing. It's so good. I always get vanilla Coke at Waffle House. I get Cherry Coke every single time. But I, mean, I, don't, I don't love cherry sure. flavor. But I think all other fountain Cokes – 
generally are equal to can, canned Coke. But McDonald's Fountain Coke, even to me, exceeds bottled glass bottle Mexican Coke. That's just my personal preference. But Chris, we just ranked Cokes. Now we got to rank all this stuff on this next situation, listuation. I say, I say Fountain Coke. I would take it over, unless I have just worked out, I will take it over any other liquid. McDonald's Coke, I will take, I will drink, again, I have used this measurement before, I will drink it until I die. (laughs) It's fucking good. I would put it, it might be a strong number one, Matt. My floor is number three. Above the crumble cookies. Yeah. My inclination is to say it is number three. So not as good as the Dollywood cinnamon bread. Not as good as Dollywood cinnamon bread. Which has a much higher chance of killing me. (laughs) Although... basically wrap a stick of of butter in sugar and dough. Although, you've consumed far more McDonald's Coke in your life than you've consumed Dollywood cinnamon bread. Yes. So by quantity... (laughs) I... Matt... Have you ever done a, have you ever done a bang bang? Uh, you got to tell me what that is. The bang bang? It's not you a mug bang. A bang bang. A bang bang is when uh, you go to at least two fast food restaurants on the same trip to assemble oh, a meal. I've done that before, yeah. Yeah, you go like before they were real big into union busting, you would go to like Wendy's and get the spicy nuggets. But then you'd hit up that McDonald's that was near the Wendy's, and you'd get the Coke, and and maybe like uh, maybe fries from there, or you get like you get a Taco Bell, but maybe you want some fries. You know, you'd hit you you'd assemble you'd assemble a crew. Uh huh. Like maybe you want McDonald's, but there's a cookout right there, and you want to shake from the cookout because you just want ice cream with candy in it. I have definitely gotten fast food from a place where I don't like the fries. Uh-huh. And gotten got then gone to McDonald's and just gotten fries. Yeah. Yeah. What I'm saying is if I'm going to do a bang bang, then I'm getting the McDonald's Coke almost certainly. Sure. I think McDonald's Coke's a strong strong number 3. I I think that's a controversially low ranking for it, honestly. It could be number one. I don't have the euphoric reaction to McDonald's Coke that I have to a hot glazed Krispy Kreme donut. I could, I could, you could argue me up to number two. Here's the thing. I want a McDonald's Coke right now uh-huh. And buddy, I have a McDonald's Coke in my hand. Counterpoint, I want a hot glazed original Krispy Kreme donut right now, and I just ate lunch. That's true. That's true. I'm just saying, like, I wanted as much as I want the Dollywood cinnamon bread, but as you said, I have had it so much more. 
The Dollywood cinnamon bread is a special treat that you can only get at one place. The Dollywood cinnamon bread is like a like communion wafers. <laughs> in that you eat it in the presence of the Almighty. It's it's a religious experience. Yeah. McDonald's Coke is daily bread. True, true. I'm putting it at number two. All right, number two. Number two is where it ends up. McDonald's fries are an interesting case. McDonald's fries are a fucking... They're a chaos element, and I'll tell you why. Hit me. McDonald's fries are the most time-limited food ever created. I was going to make this point, too. Yeah. Yes. As soon as they get cold, as soon as they get cold, they are worthless. The moment they are cold. They go from being the best thing to the worst thing in an instant. And there's nothing in between. That said, I would contend still that they are the best fast food fries, and it ain't close. Correct. Correct. You are correct. The The only kind of contender is Bojangles. Agreed. Because Bojangles got that. They got that Cajun spice. They got, they got yeah. Bo, Bo spice. Bojangles fries are kind of like a whole different animal. Yeah. Here, here's the thing about fast food fries. All fast food fries are that same gamble. Yes. Because if it's been everything since they've made that those Cajun fries, they're not going to be good. No, the Bojangles fries do a weird thing where they harden. Like even before they get cold, they harden. Um, but like Wendy's fries, nothing to write home about. Burger King fries are the most average fries you could imagine. Yeah, I can't even call to mind the taste of Burger King fries. I haven't been to a Burger King in like six years. They're so average. Uh, Popeye's fries, bad. Popeye's fries, not good. I'll, I always I'll forget t- that because I like fries. Yeah, Popeye's fries, not good. If you go to Popeye's and you get a side, get that mac and cheese. Get that mac and cheese, get that red beans and rice. Whew, that mac and cheese. That's the reason I go to Popeye's for that mac and cheese. Dark Horse good fast food fries, probably number three on the list, Arby's Curly Fries. I don't really like anything else at Arby's. <laughs> I'll th- the Arby's potato cakes. They still have potato cakes because those were a fucking sleeper hit. People didn't I don't, know about them. I don't know if they have potato cakes, but Curly Fries are at Arby's are good. Yeah, curly fries pretty top notch. Yeah, give like sometimes when I pull a bang bang, <laughs> I get I get curly fries and McDonald's fries and a Jamocha shake. That's a bang bang bang. <laughs> or I guess Jamocha's from Arby's. Jamocha's from Arby's. So it's just a bang bang. I was gonna get confused with that thing that Duncan had that had that bad name. That sounded like a word you wouldn't want it to sound like. I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm scared now. So here's all right. All right I'll I'll say what they called it. 
I'm pretty sure it was a Duncan product. Oh, nope, it was Dairy Queen. It was Dairy Queen. Uh... They, I, I can't. I will not say it. I will send you. Well, I will send you what it is. Yeah, I, I'm it, so worried about what this is. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. They did not think that one through. No. <laughs> they still have them. It's a Dairy Queen product, everybody. You. You'll know it when you see it. You'll know it when you see it. Yeah. It ain't the blizzard. No. Kirk O'Ban sang about it that one time. Mm, yeah. McDonald's fries are really good until they're not. Until they're not. Yeah. Like, and it's a role that, like, it's not like every time you go to McDonald's and you order fries, you, you have like five minutes to eat them. Right. It's the timer has started. And you don't even know. Like, yeah, the timer started when they pulled the fries out of the fryer. Yeah. And so you don't know what, like, where you're at with that. But what are you going to do? Not get the fries? No, you're going to risk it. Yeah. The fries are the most inconsistent thing at McDonald's. Not just because of that factor, the time factor, but also you never know how salty they're going to be. Yeah, I saw somebody once be like, you know what you should do? You should order fries without salt, because then they have to make them special, so you always get hot fries. And I was like, yeah, but then you get fries without fucking salt on them. What? Sometimes they do salt them way too much. Like, I've gotten some some McDonald's fries that are insanely salty. It It is a roll of the dice in many regards. Here's what I'll say. McDonald's fries are better than any flavor of Wisps. Yes. I think they're also below nacho cheese Doritos, one of the most consistent foods in the world. Yes. Nacho, but well, shit, I do have Doritos in the house right now. <laughs> so that would put them between number numbers 40 and 42. I feel like they gotta be higher than that. I right? think that's... I Given all the factors we've discussed, I think that's the right spot for them. I mean, when they're bad, they're pretty fucking bad. Yeah. Nacho cheese Doritos, unless they are completely stale, are never bad. Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right, so they're going in at number 40. Above the Starburst Jelly Beans favorites. Yeah. <laughs> A.K.A. The Gambler. Yeah, I put, uh, the, the entry in the list says McDonald's Fries, parentheses, A.K.A. The Gambler. All right, now we're going to rank the Shamrock Shake. That's fine. Which is perfectly fine. I think it's below movie theater-ass popcorn. Yes. But in that area of the list. Uh where is movie what number is movie theater has popcorn at? Sixty-one. Yeah, like like we have eighty like eighty-seven would be the exact midpoint on the list right now, which is cranky. Mm-hmm. Uh and I think that's pretty perfect because I would rather have a salted caramel and vanilla Tim Tam. 
I would too, yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's dead center on the list. All right. We we talk about the every story ever list having being really top heavy. The snack situation listuation is bottom heavy. The snack situation listuation is I feel like it's it's like we just put something perfectly fine at the exact midpoint of the list and I feel like that's accurate. But I think I think it could have gone even well, if we liked mint the, that shamrock shake would be considerably higher than it is. Maybe. Our distaste for mint put that squarely in the middle. Yeah, but like I'm drinking this thing and I don't hate it. It's fine. Yeah. I guess yeah. if I woke up today and I was like, ah, I fucking love mint! <laughs> like, yeah, I guess. I mean, look, the bottom of the snack situation list is pretty fucking dire. I think the snack situation list gets bad pretty high up where do you think it gets bad because i think the last 30 are pretty fucking dire we didn't love pizza hut melts no that's at number 91 no but i mean but again i feel like they were fine i mean m&m's cookies and scream are at 109 those are fine i didn't like them apple fries are at 123 those were fine I mean, Grippo's salt and vinegar were fine, but like you get down to like the bottom thirty, like one forty two is the Little Caesars Batman Crazy Calzone, and like that's like oh right, that's pretty fucking rough. Coca Cola with coffee dark blend was bad. That's at one forty three. Coffee dark blend was fucking wretched. Yeah, that's at one forty three. Yeah, McDonald's donut sticks is at one thirty five. Those were not good. Those were not good, but like I feel like. I feel like there's a hard dividing line, and it's it's like stuff that's like Migos white cheddar with a dab of ranch, not great, but like edible. You go like five spots lower than that, and it's like these are things like McDonald's donut sticks dunked in coffee are at one thirty five. McDonald's donut sticks dry are at one forty six. Yeah, I mean, and the that's coffee- like this is hardly food. The coffee does make it better. I think you could divide this list very easily into thirds. Okay. 178, 175, which is how many we have, doesn't equally divide into thirds, but it's roughly 57, 58 if you divide it into thirds. Right. And I think the top 58 are good. The next 58 are fine. Yeah. And then everything below that is bad. Yeah, it's a like I think we've got like a we've got a the snack situation situation is a bell curve. <laughs> well, if you have any snacks that you would like us to try here on snack situation, you can email us at moviefighterscast at gmail dot com, uh, or you can hit us up on Tumblr at moviefighterscast.tumblr.com dot com if you want to help us continue to make this show. As well as Movie Fighters every other month, War Rocket Ajax, our weekly show about comics and pop culture, Comics Catch-Up, and Every Story Ever. All of those shows are uh, helped by your support on Patreon at patreon.com slash warrocketajax. Moviefighterscast.com is the website where you can find every episode of Snack Situation as well as every episode of Movie Fighters. If you want to find me and my stuff... 
You can go to mattdwilson.net to find links to my other podcasts, my books, my comics, and my social media accounts. You can also find a link there to my comics crowdfunding project, which is going on right now at zoop.gg. It's called Imposter Syndicate. And we are well on the way, as of the recording of this episode, to being uh, at our goal of $6,000. So uh, maybe by the time this episode is up, we'll be there. But uh, if you want to go help out with that campaign, uh, you can either just go to zoop.gg, and it's right there on the front page, or you can go to uh, mattdwilson.net and find the link to it. Chris, where can people find you and your stuff? Everybody can find me by going to the-isb.com. That is my website, and it has links to everything that I do. Uh, but don't go looking for that. Go back Imposter Syndicate. Look at those friggin' preview pages from Rodrigo. Look at this guy who shoots webs out of his feet. That guy's they're really, great. They're really, really good. It's so pages. gross. I don't know why that's so much more gross. That guy's name is Webshot. <laughs> Love him. Love him. I am. I am proud to have been one of the uh, early bird backers on uh, on Imposter Syndicate. I cannot uh, wait to uh, to see that come to fruition. I'm so glad that you are so so close. Yes. Yes. Uh, I'm. The first day was enthralling. Stressful and enthralling. Uh, Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back in May with another snack situation. Maybe we'll finally be able to try the Bojangles hard sweet tea that we've been wanting to try. I found out, Chris, I cannot send it through the mail. Is is it illegal? It is illegal. (laughs) Just send it to me. I could try. I could try. It may be confiscated. What if they just like they say? Is there is there anything in here that's liquid? I was at the true story. Side note: I was at the post office the other day mailing some Christmas presents. I know it's fucking March. I what? I've had the depression, everybody, and it's really fucking snowy here. I don't like it. But anyway, I was uh, I was out at the uh, post office, yeah, and. Uh, uh, the, the guy asked uh, this lady, is there anything liquid, perishable, or fragile in here? And she said, no. And they said, okay, how soon do you need it there? And she said, I want to overnight it because there's food in here. <laughs> and he did not say, he did not say, that's what perishable means, you idiot. So I think they'll let you just do it. Oh boy. Oh boy. We'll we'll have to we'll figure out a process to get you some Bojangles hard sweet tea. Hope maybe hopefully it'll be we can order it online. And, I hope so. Uh, and you can get it. Until then folks, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening everybody and uh, until we're back in 2 months with another snack situation. Stay hungry. Watch your snack and on!